You're listening to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, episode 47. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 47. Man, what happened? No crack-a-lackin' today? Crack-a-lack! What's crack-pack-a-lackin', baby? Oh, there we go. Oh, got it in. There we go. I know, it just seemed unnatural without it. Yeah, it did. I tried to kind of <laughs> not do it, and it just, there was something wrong about that. I, I don't disagree, John. <laughs> uh, what's up, Podcast World? We're coming back to you today. Um, a little bit on two wheels here. Everybody a little busy, but we found a nice time to get together, shoot a pod, want to thank on behalf of myself and CC John for making us a wonderful meal today. I'm really liking recording at your house lately, buddy. Likewise. Yeah, I think I'll try to push that on me from now on. But uh, yeah, it was good. Um, I was planning on cooking something for the next few days anyway. Like I've talked about before, you know, I like to cook uh, cold weather stuff. So today I made a uh, beef vegetable soup. Got a little extra special ingredient in there that uh, gives a little extra spice it's a bloody mary mix i'm not going to throw it out there because i don't know if it's if it would be a conflict with uh cc and crying eagle over there so okay. i'm not gonna i'm not gonna put it out there so people just are gonna have to wonder it was delicious i didn't know that much john i got something for you i'm gonna throw myself under the bus but it's what i do I oh for goodness first time ever guess what dude it was the first time ever i know that i ate a grilled cheese sandwich are you kidding me? No. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. I didn't even tell y'all that. That was I... the first time in your life. Yeah, so what happened was I thought I was going to get that dang cinnamon bread. And I bit it and I was like, because normally I'm not a huge fan of a strong yellow cheese. I like cheese, but no, not. that's why I normally steer clear. Never had one. Maybe when I was a child, I can't remember it. But I saw it and I was like, oh, that bread looks good. And then I ate it and I was like, man, it's got cheese. And I was like, dude, this actually isn't that bad. I ate the whole thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I thought about this specifically when I was cooking. I'm like, well, I would imagine hot dog has probably eaten this before. A grilled cheese sandwich. There was something a little unique about it. I, I put it on um, cinnamon raisin bread. Freaking so, awesome bread. Uh, that was something that uh, my father-in-law, Dr. Wallace, uh, had mentioned a while back that, you know, he really enjoyed it like that. And then once I've made it a couple of times, I just continued. So... I actually thought, I was like, oh, well, look, Hot Dog will have eaten everything we're going to have today. Nothing new and scary for him. <laughs> Thank goodness <laughs> it wasn't that. potato bread. As I sweet said, potato bread. I've been, a sweet potato bread would have just been mind-blowing. <laughs> oh, man. I've been <laughs> giving you layups as usual. <laughs> oh, but my I, gosh. And the other thing I want to touch on before we roll into our nice Would You Rather is, we also got note of a potential new CC product. He is kind of the guy for new products uh, in the group here. New innovation. Cece, you want to let the listeners in on maybe a potential down-the-road option here for us? Something we discussed before the podcast? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, you know, Cece's Craigaritas um, are something that I like to make. They're phenomenal. Oh, so good. And that my friends and family get to enjoy, but 
working on possibly uh, bringing it to the to the masses. To the masses, everybody can have a sip of Craigerita. CC so worldwide. I think we're gonna have to do our R and R with our podcast listeners. So once we start creating uh, the first formulas, we can maybe get them out to those interested to see what they think, and y'all can help us create the product. I think it would be freaking awesome. You know, we've talked a lot about them. We've got to experience them now. We can just spread it around to everybody. Everybody can experience the joy of the CC Craigerita. And actually, it might even help deal with some of the things we're going to talk about in today's podcast. Actually, well said, Craig. And today's topic. <laughs> well, I know. I, I particularly like the packaging of it, how it was people who walk around with juice packs. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want them to go with a dry mix. It needs to be needs fresh to be ingredients. Fresh ingredients. Yeah. And so today's topic is going to be, with that wonderful prelude, but on a serious note, I'm kind of hoping CeCe gets into that, is going to be fighting the feeling of being fatigued in life. And I think there is a lot of times in life that we are fatigued, um, kind of at breaking points, et cetera. So we thought it'd be a nice uh, topic for us today. But before we get kicking in, we're going to roll into the Would You Rather. And... Um, I think I'm going to take it because last week I mentioned that I had two. So we're going to roll with this. Roll it. Brrr, drum roll. Okay. We know how to phrase this exactly. But hold I'm on. Hold on. Time out. We got to go back. Did you come up with this? Negative ghost rider. Okay. Actually, well, I, I think we did. need to give credit where credit is <laughs> I got, due. I got it as, I, as I recall, this was a Lady J. Um, it's true. So I've heard as well. Lady J creation. Okay. So I had mentioned the want to do this. Would you rather to both of y'all? I tried to get CC to do it one day, and then Lady J put her own spin on it. So it's kind of a conglomeration of things. CC and Lady J. Mm, I did seek CC's advice. I think he's only gave some advice. I tried to get CC to do it, but in any event, would you rather live in the middle of the desert with just like your pack, your water? That's all you got. You're dropped off here in the desert, so you got to try to make it work out there, or Dropped off with your pack. You can pack whatever you want. You get one day to pack, up, pack it on your back. Antarctica, middle of nowhere, in the ice. This cool. is an easy one for me. I know, because you're self-warming. That's right. So originally, for the listeners, I wanted to do, would you rather be in the hot or the cold? Lady uh, J, remember right. that? Yes, yes. <laughs> CC yeah. was not having it. So we've elevated it. All right, what y'all think? Well, um, first I'm going to start off with the desert perspective um could i bring a surfboard or something like that because i have seen that there's some surfing stuff that you can do down the desert dunes that kind of thing is that in my pack we need to get the uh the whole specifics down you know anything goes in the pack yeah anything you want in the pack okay cool Mm, okay your pack could be the board just put it on your back bro start (laughs) a board pack (laughs) okay i just want to see what what kind of leeway you're going to give me with that but Regardless, I'm, I would have to probably go with uh, cold weather. I feel like I could have a igloo. Um, I'm self-warming like you talked about. So, Although I think that might be, I think having the kids may be. It's wearing off on you. Wearing, wearing off on the flame for sure. Um, so it, it, I may regret that decision. But um, for me, I think I, that would be okay to do. Um, there would also be opportunities, I would assume, to do some ice fishing. I like to fish. I suppose. Yes. Absolutely, would be. I'm just just trying to hear you out. Okay. Don't look at us getting you. Us trying to. Help so one you. of the. Well, I don't know where. I never know when you're going to change the rules. So I'm just waiting for you to pull out a <laughs> something new. 
So I do enjoy fishing, so that would be an avenue um, to still do one of the hobbies that I like to do. And um, it wouldn't require me to have so much sunscreen. Okay. Although I might need more lip balm. It's going to be freaking cold down there. Yeah, yeah, you might need some stuff on the lips. I agree. What do you mm-hmm. think, CC? I need some chapstick. Man, my gut reaction was desert. But I love cold weather much more than hot weather. I know that much. Um, you know, I figured... I guess I've, it depends on how you picture these vast escape mat. You know, is it just ice in as far as you can see? Is it just sand as far as you can see? Look, you see, listeners, they looking to me for help today. Normally, I try to put the parameters on this thing, and now I don't, and they want it. And yes, I do envision it being you're just dropped off. I don't know how far you are. Let's say you're nowhere near a town. You're just going to try to make it out there, basically. I'll probably go, yeah, I guess I'll go with the desert. I love cold, but, man, when my hands get cold, I think I got Raynaud's, and <laughs> I lose circulation. So um, I have to have sunscreen in my backpack because I've had too much sun in my life. As a kid, <laughs> I'd never wear sunscreen. and uh, Better conserve that sunscreen. Yeah, <laughs> sunscreen. I guess I could eat, like, just random critters and stuff. Yeah, the have a nice hat. would be interesting. You know, at nighttime, it's probably pretty cool. So I get my nighttime chill down. Um, and a lot of times, That's deserts true. are kind of cool in the evenings, and, could be some grasshoppers and grasshoppers. I can eat a rattlesnake. Oh, you can get water out of those big cactuses. CC mm. um, found the cactus. Probably you know, he'd already have some of the ingredients for his margaritas. Have some <laughs> of my ingredients. If I'm having a rough day, I'd be like, Ah, oh, Jesus did this for forty days. I got this. <laughs> so I don't know. Put yourself in those shoes. I don't know. I, I probably in my mind, I guess I could find more resources in the desert than the Antarctic. But, you know, that's where I'm going to go for now. For me, ice fishing would be much more fun, though. It sounds like a blast. I agree. And with that, I am no doubt rolling over to the Antarctica. I want to be in the cold. I actually want to go there one day just in general. I want to see what those igloo things are like. Um, I don't like it when I'm hot. I think we all know that. I would have to wear clothes. <laughs> I was just wondering how that would work out. There goes the topless hot dog now, look, in the frozen tundra. For the record, I also hate the hot and love the cold, but we're talking about negative 40 degrees. That's true. Versus like versus 120 one, out there. One, I'll say 105 on a bad day. No, I'm <laughs> yes, okay, go ahead. Uh, so I'm going to take that cold for sure. Make sure I'm all nice and bundled up. I mean, that fly. Like hat they got on, you know, you that do have the hat for hat. it. Yeah, I got okay. that. I just bring so my you got own, the stuff. Man. Yeah. And then my pack, and I definitely want to cut my hole in the ice, drop a line <laughs> down there, see what I can catch. I'm sure I'd be out fishing John down the way. <laughs> no doubt. Bring it back to our one fishing trip we had, and we all know who took that one into the barn. So, um, it's fishing in the barn now. <laughs> I would take the igloo life. Nice. It was a, it was a better spin, but again, I'll give Lady J some credit for elevating it, but I really did want to do the hot and cold. That was the principle behind it. That's good. Okay. Rolling into the topic. John, what you think, bud? What's the topic? You tired right now? <laughs> no, I actually feel good. Um, I didn't get up super early today. I did get up a little bit, did a few minutes of the uh, my little morning routine, had a little cup of coffee, sat outside on the deck, and just uh, just... There were my thoughts, um, kind of just thinking about what I needed to do for today and then for the next few weeks, uh, try to just get some of that together. I didn't exercise first off, um, went and brought the kids to school, went to my office, did a few things there that I needed to do, and then I came back and got a little exercise in. So that I'm a little bit energized from after doing that right before y'all got here. And also cooked the meal. 
Kind of had a big day done? so far. I think that sounds done. like a solid day. <laughs> it does. Some of us have been slaving away over here. It's only one thirty. Uh, it's only one thirty. One forty-six. Yeah. <laughs> what What do you think, Craig? About fatigue in general, buddy. Man. You're fighting some fatigue with all we got going on. Here yeah, a little days? bit. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. I I can clearly think about days where I have there's tons of energy and I'm on cloud nine rolling, and there's days where I just feel like I'm being pulled along by life, you know? Mm-hmm. So I can totally relate to being fatigued, especially with, uh, and like we've alluded to the last few weeks with coronavirus in the, you know, and how it's impacted our, our lives. And now we have hurricanes. We've talked about that recently. And those things kind of wear you out mentally and physically and, you know, always trying to persevere through that. So, yeah, I think in the elections recently, I mean, I, th- I don't care which side you're on. You probably have had some fatigue with the back and forth and in, in you know, all the uncertainty of, of whatever your position is. So yeah, you know, I think it's a good topic. I look forward to discussing uh, fatigue and what leads to it and how we can maybe overcome it. That'll be fun. Yeah. I think how those about are you? some definite topics worth discussing here. And what I kind of was thinking of just listening to both of y'all and I hadn't really thought about this and thinking about the topic is one way you get fatigued is kind of a routine doing the same thing over and over again. And John just mentioned not exercising, not a shock, but not exercising this morning. <laughs> And I was thinking to myself, you know, I've been back in the mor- Miracle Morning happening, and I'm, I'm glad to see John's making his way back in a little bit. But the last, like, week, it's been really good for me. I'm talking, like, I'm still rolling on my normal six to seven hours sleep, but I felt no tired in the day. And I was like, it must be that green tea. And I was like, mm, been on that green tea. But I discovered, dude, I started out, instead of the meditation, some affirmation, I just hopped right into the exercise right off the get. I don't know if that's what it is, but it changed up the whole routine. I'm actually pretty excited down to get up in the morning. So I was getting fatigued by just doing that same thing over and over again. It's not like it was, I'm doing the same stuff, but in a different order, mm-hmm. just switching it up. So I'm kind of jumping to a way to get around some fatigue, but it was something that was obviously fatiguing me in my own life. Yeah, I, I would agree. You know, anytime, whether it be first thing in the morning or like today, it was <clears throat> closer to around 11 o'clock that I got the exercise in. You know, I always feel better, more energized, um, just a little more upbeat after I get that in, you know, to get your heart rate up, you're breathing, you're jumping around, doing all kind of stuff. Uh, I kind of make up different things that I do. I feel like I'm channeling my inner CC with uh, exciting routines whenever I go out there and jump around on my deck. Crazy Craig. (laughs) But, you know, I always feel better after um, I get that exercise in. So I think, you know, exercise alone is a nice boost that... You know, just about anybody can get a little bit of exercise in. It doesn't take a lot. I mean, I sometimes I don't have but a few minutes to to do a few um, exercises, you know, whether it be jump ropes or box jumps or whatever it is. And uh, it's enough to get your heart rate up and kind of get a little pep back in your step. Kind of reminds me, we talked about Tony a few weeks ago, jump on the trampoline. <laughs> no, that was running through my head too. Oh, man. It's like what Matt said. You, I think in life, a lot of times you get in the rut of life. It's like... Wake up, eat breakfast, go to work, pick up kids, mm-hmm. go to the store, come home, wake up. And you do it over and over. Sometimes just breaking your pattern up um, can totally change your day. It, it breaks up the monotony, kind of breaks up, creates a little uncertainty, a little excitement. And um, so that's that's interesting. Yeah, I think that's a good perspective is what can you do to kind of change your patterns. Mm-hmm. Um, and definitely exercise for me is probably one of my top things for getting energy and reducing fatigue and not even just at the moment, but I think it just makes you feel good overall. You know, Absolutely. You know, just day to day, your next day kind of feels good to be a little sore, you know, oh, that's from yesterday. Yeah. I did a little something. So that's, that's one way I definitely get recharged. 
You know, also when you're thinking of fatigue, I think that there's a couple multiple types of fatigue, but you got mental fatigue. You could just be mentally tired of doing something. Then you have physical where you're physically exhausted from whatever that could be. It could be working out, moving something, fixing your house. There's a lot of things that could come up on the physical side of things. What do y'all think about the distinguishers of those? And some people, you can be both of them at the same time, mentally fatigued from the physical draining, especially I can relate to when I was playing sports a lot. Um, but about those two different sides of fatigue. Yeah, I, there definitely is um, a difference, like you were saying. And, you know, talking about, you know, sporting things, uh, that's, that's something where you can really challenge yourself or, you know, in the past, whenever I was in sporting events, whenever you were worn out, you're in the fourth quarter, you're doing whatever, mm -hmm. you still got to go out and play that next play or you still got to go out and do whatever the next task is. Uh, and it's, you know, it's, you can go two ways with that. You can either let up and not give all, all your 100% on whatever that next play is or in life, whatever that next task may be. But it's something that, you know, mentally you have to make the decision that I'm going to overcome this fatigue, this wear and tear, whatever you have going on to do what you need done in the future. It's interesting. I have, actually have comments on both of those. So physical fatigue, if we want to use Craig Arita's as an example. Like let's <laughs> Fired say, up, baby. Let's say you had three or four of those one night, and yeah. you went to bed at 1.30, and you had to be up at 5, and you had to start your day, and it was going to be super busy. Just imagine how you're going to feel. And then imagine you get eight <laughs> hours of sleep. You've had a great dinner that morning. You have a good breakfast. You feel super rested, and you're rolling. And you put those two people side by side, I think, Physically, one's going to be very fatigued and one won't. So kind of off the jump start, just physical. Um, I think if your physiology is right, then you can get a, a head start on how you feel. And so that has to do with what you put in your body. You know, it's mm -hmm. like you, if you put water in your gas tank, that thing's not going to run. It's going to be putting along. It won't work well. Same for our bodies. You know, eating good, good sleep. You know, how you take care of your body is going to give you a, a leg up on your energy level. And then mental fatigue uh, you know, I think a lot of that has to do with a couple things. For me, it's a lot of times you start to, you know, we all have our days. We all deal with stress. We have things. It's how you approach those things, you know, mm -hmm. like, you know, um, negative self-talk or just focusing on the bad. But I think if you try to reverse it and always have a spirit of gratitude and give thanks throughout the day for everything, even the bad things, it kind of changes the perception of what you're going through. And I'd have to do that a lot because it's like at that moment in my life, this bad thing's happening at work and it's like, that's your whole world and that's the bad thing. And I feel angry about it. It's like, what am I really, what I'm letting this impact my life. I've got this, let's take a step back. Where am I working? What am I doing? What's really going on in my life? Oh, this is silly. This is, why am I letting this one thing change my entire outlook on life? And so just catching yourself and having a little more gratitude, a little more prayer during the day. I think that's good for the mental aspect. Yeah, absolutely, CC. I, I think that's well said. I, I think be it mental or physical, and John was talking about pushing through something, there's a line on the physical side when you, when you need to give yourself a break. Same thing on the mental side, but a lot of it comes down to the mental makeup, your outlook on the situation. For myself, it could be working out, project at work, trying to help John and the many things I got to help him with. You know, you got to get your, your Endless. mind <laughs> mentally, that's right, mentally right, <laughs> to do those type of things. And I think uh, one of the ways I do it is some of the visualization tools that we use in the morning. Um, 
John and I, uh, I'm sure Craig does some of it too, but visualizing how something's going to go that I know is going to require a lot of effort and energy, both from a mental and or physical standpoint. And also prayer, talking to God about it is a lot, um, uh, a big useful tool for me in my life. And I think that that can make a difference as well. Yeah, I'd agree. You know, going back to the uh, morning routines that we're doing, you know, basically you go to bed at night, you, you have positive thoughts, thinking about things that you're grateful for during the day. And that really puts you in a better mindset whenever you go to sleep. And then first thing in, in the morning, since I've started doing that, you know, those are the first things that are on my mind that I'm thinking about. And it, for me, I'm, you know, I would never say I was a morning person, wanted to get up early, but I do feel like it's made it easier for me to get up, get out of bed, get started moving just by having that small change in the, the mental perspective physically, you know, I feel like it's helped me get up, get going, get moving and starting the day more easily. Yeah. I think it does give another perspective. It kind of slows the day down a little bit when you're up earlier too, I think. Um, another thing from a physical standpoint, there's things you can do. What about the things we can do when we are physically tired? Uh, mentally, same thing could apply as well. I was thinking things like, a, you know, you've been worked out real hard. Craig can really, y'all can both speak to this, like an ice bath. Hop yourself in. We'd be doing down there in Antarctica for free. For free. Um, Every day. You want to go swimming? You want to go ice bathing? But that, you could, yeah, that sun's making me hot, John. Think about it. <laughs> you can go home, take a... Uh, Make me tired. Take a hot bath. That's another good thing to do. Like, you know, the mental can massage. There's a lot of things you can do that help with the mental and physical makeup that y'all can both speak to uh, quite a bit, I'm sure. Yeah, a big part of the, the physical component it, or the things that you put in your body, like uh, CC was talking about over here. You know, if you you know, drink a lot of alcohol or, um, if you have diets that are high in, uh, sugar, things like that, you're going to have oscillation of your glucose levels. You would, whenever you're coming down, you'll tend to be fatigued, uh, just by that up and down motion. So eating a more balanced diet to where you don't have those, uh, glucose spikes can help tremendously from a physical standpoint. I think he's right. You know, it's, you could actually avoid having to deal with the fatigue right out the gate if you're able to kind of be proactive in addressing some of those things you have control over, your sleep, eating a clean diet, avoiding sugar, you know, minimizing the alcohol intake and uh, things you take for granted so you don't have to actually fight the fatigue when it hits you. You mentioned ice bath. I actually did cryotherapy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you ever try that? It's pretty amazing. I have, but I know what it is. I've seen it. I just wanted to experiment with it. And I had some tendonitis issues that weren't resolving and so uh, one day I did a routine where I did some stretching and some, I did a sauna, hot tub, and then finished with cryotherapy and it was in my hip and I'm not, for whatever reason, it went away. Next day it was not, it was pain-free and it went wow. away, but it was pretty cool experience, but it changed, you know, it changed my state. Uh, your body thinks it's freezing to death. So all the blood leaves your peripheral extremities, goes to your organs to, for self-preservation. And there's this cleansing process that occurs because it's trying to stay as oxygenated as possible. Then when you step out, you get reperfused and you're actually more mobile than you are. Like an ice bath, you kind of stiffen up. Right. You, you actually feel hyper-flexible. And uh, God, it's just, it's like you had a two pots of coffee. The, the experience was, <laughs> it was, it was really wild. I like wild the sound for of that. Me. <laughs> it was oh, wild. Shoot. So anyway, that was, it was funny you mentioned that. I tried that. It was awesome. You know, I think on the mental side, something that, that I find useful if you're, again, mentally fatigued, either it's a, maybe a situation in a relationship, could be something at work, something you put a lot of effort in, a long project you're working on, is to get your mind off of it in some way. Kind of leave it alone, come back to it kind of thing. You know, it could be writing a book is another example. Like you're just mentally mm -hmm. drained of it. It's, I found it helpful a lot in my life to just take a break from it, leave it alone, come back to it. 
one thing that I've kind of dealt with in a similar sense that's helped is setting reasonable expectations. You know, yeah. I think sometimes I over uh, estimate what I could accomplish. And if I don't get through it, I feel like oh, I failed and it just, you feel bummed about it, but you look back and go, Holy cow, I did this, this and this, but maybe setting a reasonable expectation, of what you want to accomplish. And if you have free time after that, then it's a win, but you've actually accomplished the thing you're trying to do. And that was a, for me, that's been a big thing. Yeah, you know, you could go back and look at the things that you did during that particular time frame and be grateful for being able to accomplish those things. So I think that's a good point. What about, um, you know, this is for me, this might be a good example today. You know, we I had a clinic this morning. It's very busy, and, you know, mentally you're driving away from it, and you're like, wow, I'm kind of tired. But coming here with you guys, mm-hmm. you know, awesome beef stew. So I have this great food and, and, and great camaraderie of my brother's connection with other people. That kind of energizes me too, like when you can get together with, your family or your close friends, it seems to pick up any, you know, poor spirits you might be going through. What are y'all, what are y'all's thoughts on connecting with others? Oh, I definitely agree. The human spirit, there's something about that. You can be tired. There's, there's been a couple of times. My, my dear buddy CC invites me over in the night sometimes to hang out, <laughs> have a Craig Rita. And I remember like first couple of times Craig would invite me over. I was like, oh man, I want to go to Craig's, but I would be tired sometimes on the way there. Not anymore. Don't worry, Craig. <laughs> this was like early on. We are a little overdue for that. But I would get over there and I would be like, boom, just immediately. And it's not just with Craig, with other people, but it comes from my mind with Craig because there's been a couple of times recently. But like you get around, it's like the human spirit. You just, boom, find another gear that you didn't, I mean, you know you have, I guess, but mm-hmm. didn't realize you have at the time. So I 100% can relate. No, I agree. I mean, it, there have been times where I've been busy doing tons of other things and just like getting together to do this podcast. I mean, all, this always gets me excited. I get my energy pumped up. It's just something that I really look forward to doing. Um, so I definitely see that happening in my own life. What do you guys think about um, spiritual fatigue? Y'all ever have any times where you have like a spiritual moment where it may be something that uh, things aren't going your way and um, you're looking for answers and you're not feel like it, you don't feel like you're getting them? Y'all ever experience that? I guess I'll hop in on this. Oh, <laughs> a couple of things came to my mind actually in prayer life because I do some of this. I'm pretty uh, succinct in my prayer life, but one of the things for I guess myself personally, I would I ask God, pray to God a lot to put the right person in my life. So sometimes I get a little bit like miffed about it. Uh, it's been good opportunities, doesn't work out for one reason or another, and I'll go through these little deals where I do get not like upset with God by any meaning by any means and this one I I kind of take what's given I trust the plan but I do sometimes you, the mental grind to stay faithful to stay to the plan and then sometimes I'm perfectly happy but I don't even care so it's kind of weird how that works for me but yes I can can relate to that somewhat it's crazy you're right the cycles you go through you know there's cycles where I feel like maybe spiritually I'm I'm doing good and there's times where I'm in the desert you know, and I'm like, why am I here right now? You know, and it's like, maybe because you hadn't talked to God in about five or six days, you know, and you pray almost on autopilot. But sometimes when you really take the time to be quiet and pray and really, really do it. And it's like another one of those things like exercise. You have to make a conscious effort to do it. And, and you see the benefits of that. And it's that's really the number one thing we should be doing. Um, and a lot of times it's like, what kind of person are you when you're fatigued? I find, you know, who's this guy who's a little more short-tempered and a little more impatient and a little more uh, all the things that we don't like. And I think we could all relate to that, um, hopefully. I know I've, I've been there. And so, you know, I think that's 
especially and it's funny you bring it up because recently that's something that me and my wife are really trying to do is get a little more centered on our prayer life and what we're doing and uh you know it takes effort but when you do it man you talk about relief and fatigue you know you could just take a lot of the way of the world off because i think a lot of times we rely on using the world to fix the worldly issues we've got when you know god's really the the answer to i think addressing a lot of that no doubt and this is just a quick little bible verse matthew eleven twenty eight that i was going to come in hot with way to go seems... tiny <laughs> yes give tiny all the credit the tiny <laughs> gift and it says come to me all you who are weary and burdened and i will give you rest so wow i think Dude, that that's, that's kind of almost right on with, that's perfect cc action over there what you think about it john yeah you know i would be right along with cc through there i think it's you know with all the things that have been going on like we listed from the beginning you know we have we're dealing with the coronavirus uh, we have election fatigue we have storm fatigue with the storms that we've had here all of those things are just daily things that we have to deal with an additional additionally that we normally don't have to do and it's just a distraction on what we should be focused on. And certainly over these last several months, I've found myself, like you were saying, just more short-tempered, uh, not really being where I should be uh, mentally. And in retrospect, when I go back and look at it, what are some of the things that I can be doing differently? Uh, you know, spending more time with God and scriptures, going to church, those types of things. I, I think it makes a huge difference. That's awesome. You know, guys, I want to bring up one other thing here before we kind of wind this fly topic down, and it's a movie. See, that's Don, what I'm talking oh about. Oh, boy. <laughs> that's what I'm talking this about. This is a rare day when I watch a movie, but I actually did between the last couple of days on Netflix. I'm going to bet neither one has seen it, but we'll, we'll see what we got going, and I will recommend it. Statistically, one of us has not seen it. One of us has <laughs> seen it. <laughs> I can't help you out on this one, too, because I actually have. Okay, the movie is called Greater. Yep, great movie. Have you really? Yep. True story, the football guy, yep. Brian Bellsworth? Uh, yeah, he's uh, Arkansas Razorback. Right? Yeah, that's right. Oh. Yes. <laughs> Man, what, else, what I told you. Good show, another good show. <laughs> no, I didn't see it. You need to check so, it out. I need to um, see that. Dude, that movie epitomizes, it's really weird what, it, we just watched it and then we kind of came up with this topic, not based on that, but John, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it epitomizes that this fella, um, who I don't want to give a ton of the movie away, but he literally was steadfast in what, his coaches, people told him to do in life. He was a walk-on for Arkansas football team, winds up becoming an All-American, etc. cetera. Uh, but he literally pushed through the fatigue of being picked on, um, not being a great athlete, getting all the way to the top. But also I noticed the fatigue of who he was as a person was attacked character-wise a little bit. You know, he's he's kind of on the straight and narrow and a lot and stayed to that and wound up at the end a lot of respect for it from his peers and um, guys, uh, fellow uh, team members and things like that, which I think is really neat that, that he never gave up in A, who he was as a person, but B, um, you know, what his goals and dreams were. What you think about that? Yeah, I agree. And another thing that was another kind of subplot to that movie was the the tragedy of uh, that guy's life was mm-hmm. was was being used on a family member mm-hmm. uh, in order to try to break him down, um, and it was something that was a spiritual, mental, physical fatigue. I'm sure uh, that he had to fight to, through and overcome. But um, it was a really great movie. Um, it's a few years old now, but I'm sure you can probably find it on a lot of those different avenues. And I would certainly recommend watching it. Yeah. CC man, y'all, you better it sounds get on amazing. It. <laughs> 
to get you on it, Craig. Yeah, on it's rare that I do. You know, my Netflix little username, Flyness. It was like recommended for Flyness. <laughs> oh, God. That's awesome. It is pretty funny. I've got one more little story about spiritual fatigue. So my, um, my sister um, has a little boy, Tomas. Uh, he's like 11. I can't remember exactly how old he is. Sorry, Tomas. Um, got too many nieces and nephews. He, they went to go say prayers one night, and he was upset. He was like, I'm not saying prayers anymore. God never answers my prayers. So she, my sister was like, okay, well, what's, you know, what's the problem? What, do you, what, do you, what are you praying for? He's like, well, I've been praying for two years for a little brother, and God's not answering my prayers. Well, just the week prior, my sister had found out that she was pregnant and having a baby. We don't know what the sex is yet. So. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So it was something that, uh, you know, even, even the small children who we're supposed to imitate, sometimes they get the spiritual fatigue too. And he was uh, pretty upset. I cannot upset. wait to so, hear what happens here. I know. That is so, awesome. Wow. He refuses to acknowledge that uh, he's having, he could have a sister. <laughs> so it'll be interesting to see what happens. <laughs> that is awesome. But it was a great little story that just popped in my head while we were having this conversation. That is true, even to the youth, man. That's yeah, pretty cool. That's cool. All right, guys. Well, we're going to motor our way over to the good old weekly segment of what made you hit the gas and what made you pump the brakes. And I think Johnny Boy is going to take us into the barn here. What? Back in that barn, baby. You trying to sneak up on these horses again? What's going on with this all this barn talk? (laughs) Yeah, man. That's where they be. Ah. (laughs) Okay. Well, recently, uh, my wife and I... I've gotten in a situation where, um, you know, we have a 14-year-old son, and we're looking at putting some restrictions on his phone activity. So this was something that we had discussed. He was one of the last people in his grade that got a phone. You know, we're just worried about the the content that would be available to him, you know, giving him that. And he's a great kid. We don't have any complaints about him. Uh, Everyone's super complimentary of him, but we would like to protect him to some extent. So... We had originally bought a few devices to try to add on to control some of those things, and uh, we never got that working. But here recently, I was able to um, get something called screen time where I can share the phone with him and change yes, some of the content. Good times, put, FTB. Put, <laughs> put limits on it, and it's it's been a very physical, mental stress. <laughs> We're having some fatigue with uh, going through this process. I think this is just beginning. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's something that it's painful right now, but it's something that we think is best for him in order to um, take away some of the temptations that we don't think are necessary for him to have to deal with as, as 14 years old. So I don't know if that's a hit the gas, pump the brakes, or run so for your life. This is call that CC. Kind of thing. He'll help you. I know. That is We're about awesome. to have a conversation hey, after. I know all about screen time. <laughs> and that's become a running joke in our family because our daughter about the same age. Um, we put restrictions. You can limit like one hour for this, two hours for that. And once you kind of tighten that wrench and they find out that their phone shuts off, it's not pretty. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, the joke is when they're not cleaning up, it's like, hey, I'm going to take some more screen time. You know, you, you can, <laughs> barter you can, you, that screen time. <laughs> you know, so that's a big joke. Screen time in our family, yes. Now it's all become, it, it, the, the dust will settle and they accept it, but it's, it's not without a fight. 
but you can use that now. You can ratchet up the screen time. Hey, did you pick up your stuff? No, okay, well, let's see what you got on your screen time. <laughs> That's awesome. Look at all these life lessons you're learning here, hot dog. Ooh. Way in advance. Oh, FTB. <laughs> Going pray for you, buddy. <laughs> and look, uh, before we do wrap it up, I want to give a little shout out to my good friend, Cannon, who we've mentioned several times on the podcast. He and his lovely wife, Katie, just welcomed their first child into the world, wow. um, little Maddox. So we wanted to uh, let you know we're praying for you, thinking of you. and Look at what you have to look forward to, Cannon. <laughs> Get that screen time set up early. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, guys, we appreciate everybody tuning in with us this week. We hope you learned a little bit and can fight those battles of fatigue that you got on the mental side, physical side, whatnot in life. And um, we appreciate all y'all. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we appreciate everybody who's out there listening and uh downloading sharing the podcast you know we you know we get that a lot where people say you know i heard this this part of the podcast and this this touched me in my life uh, i think it would be beneficial for my brother to hear well it's out there you can go ahead and just tap share and send it on to them the other thing is that we're very grateful about is uh, people doing reviews um you know it helps people you know, find good content. So if you haven't written a review for us uh, and rated it, we'd greatly appreciate you doing that. Absolutely. And all right, guys, until next time, we'll catch y'all later. Aye. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with me?